Coming up this week, hear all about Noelle's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. This week, we'll be talking to Noelle, who went to Disney World with her husband, and she got to do some unique experiences like swimming with dolphins at Epcot. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear about her trip. Now, before we get to the interview, just a few quick things. Um, Definitely submit any 2020 trips that you have scheduled that you'd be interested in coming on the show to talk about. 2020 is fast approaching, which is a little bit crazy because it seems like 2019 just started, but uh, we're really close to 2020. And I do have a few trips for early in 2020, but I don't have nearly as many trips as I need to keep doing a podcast episode every two weeks like I've been doing. So please submit trips. Uh, You can find the link in the show notes, or you can just go to the website at tothemouseandback.com slash submit. Also, I wanted to mention that Noelle talks in her episode about keeping her phone charged throughout the trip. I wanted to share a few tips that I have used before on my trip. So first of all, if your phone has a low power mode setting, definitely use this. I know iPhones have this. There's a few other phones that have something like it. This keeps your phone from refreshing some things in the background and and it'll do a few other things to save your battery. So my husband and I, when we go to Disney, we actually set a reminder to go off every morning to turn this on because that setting will turn itself off every night while you charge your phone. So you do have to re-enable it every day. But I found that doing this is usually enough to get me through the day on one charge. Now, if you do have to charge your phone during the day, a lot of people I know have recommended fuel rods. Um, I'll put a link to an article about this in the show notes, but essentially these are little recharging packs that you buy once. They're usually $20 to $30, depending on where you buy them. They're $30 in the park, but you can usually find them cheaper if you buy one somewhere else. But what's cool is you can swap out your used one for a fully charged one for free. And they do have those kiosks in the parks and at most of the resorts. So I've never actually used them, but I've heard really good things about them. And I am planning on looking into that for our next trip. So with all that said, let's go ahead and listen to Noelle's interview. Hey, Noelle, welcome to the show. Hey, Rachel. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm excited to hear about your trip. I'm jealous because you get to go way sooner than I get to go. I'm super excited. I've been listening to um, all the trip reports leading up, and I'm just, I can't wait for our trip coming up. Now you know why I started this podcast. This is how I bide my time until I get to go back to Disney. Yes, living vicariously through other people is how I've survived. (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to hear more about your trip. But before we jump into the trip details, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? So I actually have a very um, long Disney history. I always say I actually owe my life to Disney. Um, So my parents actually... um, met each other and got engaged at Disneyland as employees. um, They like to say that my mom was good friends with Alice. Uh Um, So, you know, she worked um, doing that at Disneyland. And then I think they met at the Emporium on Main Street and they worked the electrical parade back in the day together. 
Um, and then aside from, you know, my parents, you know, meeting there, um, my whole family practically worked there, all the siblings on both sides. Um, my uncle, my aunt still do. They've worked there for over 30 years. And then, um, my cousin also did. So I always joke that I was kind of the let down who (laughs) (laughs) continue the tradition. Um, but I've been, you know, going to Disney my entire life because of my parents and um, my history. You know, we always had passes. I remember my mom used to use her Christmas bonuses um, to get passes for us. So we mm-hmm. live about 10 to 15 minutes away from Disneyland. We're really lucky. So we would just go, you know, on weekends or sometimes like after school for a couple hours to eat dinner and watch the parade. Um, We were very blessed to be able to just pop in and out of Disneyland. I know a lot of people would um, kill to be that close. (laughs) Yeah. So I've had passes um, pretty much until I'd say like my teenage uh, years, my like late teens, um, when the prices really went up. Mm. Uh, And then I think I probably stopped having annual passes around 20 or so. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your planning style. Are you somebody who really enjoys having lots of structure in your plan and following a plan to a T? Are you somebody who wants to wake up in the morning and say, what do we want to do today? Where do you fall on that scale? Um, I think I'm definitely more on the type A side. Um, So how I sort of went about art planning was, um, you know, obviously I uh, made sure to pick um, days and um, that we were able to go. And then I looked at, you know, crowd calendars um, and considered which park for each day. Um, And then, you know, I started basically printing out maps of all the parks and kind of figuring out like, you know, where's a good path of order of rides to do. And I sort of created this um, spreadsheet that um, I'm happy to share with where we were going each day um, and sort of the ideal order of things, including our dining reservations. And then when it was time to book fast passes, I referenced that and tried to get fast passes for the times in the sort of order I thought flowed based on, you know, how busy certain rides are, um, what I had read on sites as far as like touring plans, um, and kind of went from there. And then obviously, if I was able to get a certain fast pass time or dining reservation time, then I, you know, sort of reorganized my days there. But um, I haven't planned a full trip on my own like this, um, front to back. So as far as how it plays out, we'll have to see. But I, you know, have heard obviously to be flexible, um, you know, you might not feel like sticking to your plan. So I'm also prepared for that. It's not, um, it's not law. <laughs> so you've built in some, some structured flexibility. Right. So fast passes are, you know, you obviously have to stick with your fast pass time, yeah. same thing with reservations. And then I've sort of put in other rides and I'm like, okay, like in this order, after going to this, it seems like this is a good plan. But, you know, if we don't do the stuff in between the dining reservations or fast passes, that's okay too. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. So who is going with you? So I'm going with my husband. Um, We're celebrating a lot of things. (laughs) Um, My birthday is the beginning of um, September. And then my husband's is the beginning of October. um, And our anniversary was in the middle of August, but we um, weren't able to travel then. So we're sort of celebrating both of our birthdays. But it's mostly our anniversary trip, our first anniversary trip. Nice. And how are you going to be getting there? 
we're going to be flying. So we live in Orange County in California. Um, so we will be flying to Disney World. And just to clarify, you talked about how you grew up near Disneyland, but you guys are going to Disney World, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Fun. And yeah, that's definitely not a drive that you want to make. No. <laughs> about a five-hour flight, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So what are your trip dates? So my trip dates are September 28th, which is a Saturday, to the following Saturday, October 5th. And how did you pick that? So our schedules is one thing. I have a big work event at the end of September. So um, that ends that Thursday before we leave. So then I'm sort of free and uh, it'll be less stressful to then (laughs) um, leave. I won't have to worry about as much. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband also works in mortgage. um, So the way his company works is they close most of their loans and have a big push at the end of the month. So I always say we, we can't really do a lot of extracurricular things like the middle of the month till the end of the month. Uh-huh. Our trips have to be at the beginning of the month. So the beginning of October um, seemed to work out really well. We also didn't want to go in the Florida summer heat. Uh-huh. <laughs> if possible, you know, if that's the only time people can go, then that's great. Um, but I didn't want to, you know, make us endure that if we didn't have to. So yeah. I figured out. October is still warm, but it's not scorching, um, and it's not as um, humid as Florida typically is during, like, June or July-ish time. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed for better weather. I know, I think one of my guests from last year went on Halloween, and it was 95 degrees, I think, on Halloween. So um, hopefully you won't get one of those, like, those Orlando October heat waves. Um, hopefully you'll get slightly more tolerable weather. Yes. Well, and then in, when it's cooler and it's not the summer, it's less busy. And because it's just my husband and I, we don't have kids yet and we're not traveling with anybody else. Um, we wanted to go when it wasn't as crazy as it typically is. Yeah. So one of the things I sort of did was in, in picking our dates and figuring out when we're able to, then I also looked at the crowd calendars and um, pretty much all the crowd calendars I looked at said it was about a four out of 10 um, on their rating scale, however mm. they do that. So I figured that's a good, um, a good time for us to go. Awesome. Okay. So where are you going to be staying? We are staying at Coronado Springs. Okay. How'd you pick that? So, um, like I said, you know, we wanted, we, we fully know that we're going to Disney World, but um, we didn't want to go somewhere like a, I don't know, what are the lower end, like the Pop Centuries or the, the value Anna- resorts. Oh. The value resorts that have a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so Coronado Springs is, um, it's less themed. Like it's not, you know, pirate themed or, or any of that. Um, it's a little more adult-like. Um, it's a convention hotel. Um, so you have naturally a lot more um, adults um, attending and staying there. Um, and then we liked the food options a lot too. Um, we love that kind of Tex-Mex um, sort of food. Uh-huh. Um, and it was a, I believe they call them a moderate, right? It's the in-between yeah. hotel. So there's lots of food, lots of good drinks. Um, it also said it was being remodeled, um, which, you know, now I've seen sort of the outcome of that as it's unfolded. They have the new Grandestino Tower. Mm-hmm. We're not staying in that, but um, I thought the, the you know, little villa type um, areas they have around the lake was really pretty. I've actually been to Disney. I think three times before, but I, the last time I went was a 
about, it was before I was with my husband, so probably like uh, nine years ago, I would say. And we, I've stayed at the Grand Floridian, which was incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I've stayed at New Orleans, uh, Port Orleans, and I believe I've stayed at Old Key West. So I wanted to also stay somewhere outside of that for a different experience. Okay, awesome. All right, so you guys are going to be in Florida for eight days. How many days worth of park tickets did you get? We have six. Okay, so six days. Are you planning to visit all four parks? Yes, definitely. Okay. How have you decided kind of how to allocate your time? Are there specific parks that you're planning to spend a lot of time at or not much time at? Yeah. So, you know, we're going to all the parks. We don't want to miss anything. Um, I looked into all the different websites that sort of talk about um, how to conquer each park and how many days they would recommend. So we're doing one day at Animal Kingdom um, one day at Hollywood Studios, and then two days at Magic Kingdom and two days at Epcot. Okay. And do you have park hoppers? We do not. Okay. Um, we felt like because we have a decent amount of time, just sticking to one park um, per day would help us kind of relax and be able to enjoy it. For and sure. we just didn't really find a need to bounce around because we are able to have so much time at each of the parks. Yeah, I totally agree. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the things that you are most excited to do while you're there. So um, what about Animal Kingdom? You said you have one day set aside there. What are the highlights you're most excited about? Um, so I, you know, obviously, I'm really excited about, um, I don't know if they call it Avatar Land or Pandora, I think is what they are referring to it as. Uh-huh. Um, I hear everybody talk about um, those rides. So we actually just rewatched Avatar, which is a very long movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and so we're really excited about Flight of Passage um, and Navi River Journey. I know is a bit of a slower ride, but I think Flight of Passage will be a unique experience for us. And what do you have a fast pass for? So we have a fast pass for Navi River Journey first thing when the park opens. So I figure we'll tackle Flight of Passage first. Um, you know, rope drop that and then get to Navi River Journey. And then we have an Expedition Everest Fast Pass and a Kilimanjaro Safari Fast Pass. Okay. So unfortunately, um, I, I was at least prepared for this, but when I was booking our Fast Passes, um, it's 7 a.m. Eastern time and we're on Pacific time. So we're three hours behind. So I woke up at 3.45 to get prepared for uh-huh. the 4 a.m. open. Um, and the site was just crashing and crashing and crashing. Uh-huh. And I should have taken a photo, but I had like my my cell phone and my computer open. And I was like, I was on the trying to get on the phone with them. And it was like a three hour wait. And I just kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. Um, it was pretty crazy um, and discouraging. But I think I was done like an hour and a half later with uh-huh. really burning out all of her <laughs> And then were you able to fall back asleep? Or were you just like, I'm awake now? No, I was awake. I tried to lay back down. And I had to get up like 45 minutes. So like, I'm up. I'm going to work. I'm out of here. <laughs> awesome. Is there anything else at Animal Kingdom that you're really excited about? So I'm really excited um, for my husband to go on the Kilimanjaro Safari for the first time. I don't think he's ever been on something quite like that. Yeah. 
So um, that's going to be awesome. I also remember Expedition Everest from previous trips, and it was the one of the coolest and most unique rides. Mm-hmm. I had never been on something that, you know, went forwards and then backwards on a different track. Um, you know, I remember going again and again with my dad um, when I was younger, um, and it was just so fun. So it'll be interesting now that I'm older to see if I have that same kind of reaction and experience yeah. um, with that ride. Awesome. I forgot to ask, do you all have the dining plan? We do. You do have the dining plan. Middle tier, I believe, which I think is just called the dining plan, right? Yeah, the yeah, the Disney dining plan. So we actually booked our trip through um, our AAA travel agent. But um, I was a little disappointed that he didn't know too much about Disney World. Uh-huh. So, you know, they had the itinerary and they had it printed. Um, that dining reservations opened, I think three months before our trip day. But then I started browsing because I was just getting anxious for the trip and figured out that it actually opens 180 days before a trip. Uh-huh. Then I was like, I'm behind. And <laughs> started trying to um, figure it out. So in researching that, one of the things that I um, realized was that there are the nighttime dining packages. I'm uh-huh. not sure saying that correctly, um, but for, for each park. So one of the things I'm looking forward to Animal Kingdom was because of that table service dining credit we have, um, we're doing lunch at Tusker House, which gives us then the VIP reserved seating for Rivers of Light. Awesome. So like it's a great, you know, twofer. It's not costing us anything more than, you know, just the dining plan did. So I'm excited about having it feel like it's more inclusive and not having to shell out money every time we eat. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. The Tusker House Reservation. Um, I have a Yak and Yeti lunch reservation for us. Um, and then we're both big fans of barbecue. So we're planning on going to Flame Tree. I love Flame Tree. It's one of my favorite quick service in any parks. Yeah, I've heard great things. So very excited about that. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's talk about Hollywood Studios next. What are your highlights at Hollywood Studios? Um, we're very excited for the adults kind of rides at Hollywood Studios. Um, obviously, Star Wars Land just opened, so um, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to be. I keep going on the different sites and, and seeing people's trip plans. It seems like it's not that busy, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, I've noticed lately from the app that it's a max of like a 45-minute wait. Um, and it seems like the rest of the park is pretty dead at the, that extra, extra magic hour, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. that they have mm-hmm. going on until November 1st. So it seems like we can knock out most of the rides and before the park even truly has its 9 a.m. open time. So you guys are going to try to be there at 6 a.m. for the to rope drop? I think so. I mean, we haven't made it over to um, Star Wars Land in California at Disneyland, uh-huh. which obviously opened first, but I've, you know, talked to my cousins and other people who have gone um, and they sort of have mixed responses about the ride and the food and the drinks and everything, but they say the land is really gorgeous. Yeah. Um, If we don't make it at 6am, then we don't, but you know, we'll kind of try and see what happens. What we have working against us is obviously the time difference. So if we get there at 6 a.m., you know, Florida Eastern time, right. it was like 3 a.m. for us. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to kind of adjust my sleep schedule um, to be better prepared, but I think adrenaline will help there. Yeah, for sure. So okay. uh, 
Tower of Terror, we love it here, but they changed it at Disneyland to Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh-huh. I, um, at Hollywood Studios, it's the original Tower of Terror theming. Um, so it'll be fun to, you know, go back and, and do that and remember what our, our Tower of Terror in California is like. Uh-huh. Um, and then Rock and Roller Coaster, my husband's really excited for because it's a very un-Disney kind of ride. You know, it's very, it's the most probably extreme kind of coaster that they have. Yeah. Um, so he's excited about that. And then um, we have the dining package um, for Fantasmic, where we get the Fantasmic um, priority seating at Mama Melrose. And I love Italian food, so I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Um, we also have a sci-fi dine-in um, reservation. And I have like a distinct memory of walking through that at some point when I went to Disney World previously. Uh-huh. So I thought, you know, let's do it. Yeah. We'll eat there for um, dinner. And then, you know, my husband, I have learned as you, you know, do as you get, you're married and we're still learning, you know, more about each other. And how much of a Toy Story fan he is. Oh. Um, so, you know, Toy Story 4 came out this year and he was like, I have to see that. And I'm like, really? You know, he's just, he's not into that Disney stuff as much, but he just like, I think he grew up watching the, those movies uh-huh. and, um, you know, he is a big fan of, of Woody apparently. So we'll do Toy Story Land and especially Slinky Dog because we already have Toy Story Mania here at, um, California Adventure. So, Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, what about Epcot? What are the highlights you're most excited about there? So everyone always talks about Garden Girl Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're big breakfast fans. So um, I made a reservation for that for us. So that'll be really cool. I didn't realize that it's a spinning, like a slow spinning restaurant. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Do you have any kind of like motion sickness or anything? No, we're both okay. 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 So, um, but I, I did hear all the tips about, you know, I think they say eat towards the outside if you feel like you're going to get motion sick. Yep. Yeah. I have pretty, I had pretty bad motion sickness and I always ask to sit on the outside because then I'm like watching the movement instead of seeing it out of my peripheral because it's yeah. just, yeah. I hope you guys like it. It's, you've probably heard me talk about it if you heard other episodes. Yeah. It's one of my yeah. favorite meals. <laughs> yes. I hear good things. So I, I thought, oh, I have to. So I was... Um, I had to search for a while, but I was able to find um, a reservation for us. So awesome. Okay. That's exciting. It's also food and wine festival while we're there. Uh-huh. So um, we're big, like, snackers. Um, so for lunch one day, we're just going to kind of snack around the world, essentially. Uh-huh. So that seems like it'll be really fun. I also remember Test Track as being one of my favorite rides from before. Um, we have something like that now at California Adventure. It's the Cars, the Cars ride. Uh-huh. Um, S Track is just so much faster, and I remember it being so cool. Um, so I'm excited to get out there and do that again and see if it's what I remember. Awesome. I remember um, a Tapon kind of place. Um, I believe it's called Tapon Edo. Uh huh. So we have reservations for that. I have a, a small memory of that from when I was younger. And then something I figured out just kind of through my research was that they also have a, a kind of like a swimming with the dolphins mixed with learning about the dolphins experience there called Dolphins in Depth. Uh-huh. And um, I 
decided that for our anniversary, we're going to spring and we're going to do that. So it's about a three hour experience, but I think only 20 or 30 minutes are in the water with the dolphins. Okay. But you get to learn about, um, you know, their conservation efforts and um, how they train them. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's dolphins in depth. So um, we get to go, you know, backstage and do all of that with them, which I'm super, super excited for. Fun. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I did um, swim with the dolphins at SeaWorld in California maybe about five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a pretty short experience. I think it was only an hour in total. Um, so this will be a much deeper dive into, you know, what they do for them there. So Awesome. Very cool. Okay. So then Magic Kingdom, what are the highlights you're most excited about there? Magic Kingdom. So a lot of things in Magic Kingdom are very similar to Disneyland. So we're excited to sort of see the differences and see how things are laid out and go on some new things there. Um, when I was planning, I actually didn't realize that Frontierland, which is, you know, where Splash Mountain and Thunder Mountain um, and those sort of rides are not open during extra magic hours. Mm, yeah. So that was <laughs> sort of a, a surprise to me. I am a big Beauty and the Beast sort of fan. Uh-huh. Um, I watched it a million times when I was younger. Um, and so clearly I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very excited about Be Our Guest. I've heard a lot of things about that as well as being a really good value quick service meal. Mm -hmm. Do you have lunch or dinner or I'm sorry, lunch or breakfast reservations? We have breakfast. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I pre-ordered our food and did all of that. So I'm super excited. You know, my, it was like one of the only things I was younger that would make my dad cries like when I would watch it over and over again mm-hmm. and um, be like, dad, please play it again. So it was actually my father daughter dance song. Um, and he like sings it every time he goes to um, a theme park and they have, you know, Beauty and the Beast play. Um, he cries. We went to see the the new version of Beauty and the Beast and he cried. So <laughs> it's a really um, kind of cute memory. So fun. Yeah, and then we have um, fast passes. I was able to get a fast pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and then Big Thunder and Jungle Cruise as well. Um, Seven Dwarfs is something that everybody talks about, and I've heard about like the swinging kind of bucket seats that you're on. Uh-huh. We're excited to get on that and sort of see how that's different than Big Thunder Mountain. And then mm. the fireworks show seems very unique um, yeah. with projections. So we sprung sort of last minute to do the dessert party. Totally worth it in my book. Yeah. So with all of the dining packages that we have for the nighttime shows, um, we, you know, obviously didn't have one for the fireworks. So, you know, we just decided to to go for it. It's for our anniversary. Yeah. Um, And then we also have the parade package. So that's for Tony's Town Square at lunchtime. And you get sort of priority reserved seating for the parade, which I've seen pictures of where they sit you and it seems like it's an amazing spot. Yeah. So we could use that as part of our dining package. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, the I think one of the last things for our Magic Kingdom is that I've been seeing they have the Arendelle Aqua Foods. Uh-huh. You've seen those? Yeah. Um, so they're very kind of like kiddish cotton candy type um, desserts and things. And for some reason, I just have this weird thing about cotton candy flavored things. 
So they have cotton candy lemonade, and they have a really pretty, like, um, aqua blue cotton candy ice cream in a uh, cone with, like, these little Mickey sugar mm. um, candies on top. And so I'm really excited to try some of that. Yeah. And they have their fall foods that just came out, too, from mm. Disney Springs. So I thought, oh, it's just a couple of food items. And then I clicked on the link. And it feels like there's like a 100 different options that they're <laughs> offering for fall. And I made the mistake of sending it to my husband. And he's like, I need this and I need this. <laughs> like, we only have a half of day at Disney Springs. How are we going to eat all of it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you might have to narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, very cool. Well, it sounds like you guys have an awesome trip planned. I'm so excited to hear about it when you get back. Yes, us too. We can't wait. Well, you guys have a blast and we will talk to you again soon. All right. Looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Noelle, welcome back from your trip. Hey, Rachel. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing well recovering from the post-Disney gloom as I go back to work and my regular life. <laughs> <laughs> There's just something about seeing your coworkers after a Disney trip that you're like, I really, I just don't want to be seeing you right now. Yes. I mean, we were ready to come home afterwards, but not ready to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I want to hear about your trip. So you guys were going to be there September 28th through October 5th. So tell me a little bit about your arrival day. How did that go? It was good. So um, we flew in and we arrived around 4.30ish. Um, and then we made our way to Magical Express. Um, we waited about 30 minutes. I had heard different stories about how long it takes. Um, I think 30 minutes was a little long, but, um, you know, sorting into all the different lines and figuring out, like, which one had a bus coming and which didn't, that was really interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but they took our bags and everything, which was nice, so we didn't have to handle anything. We put, you know, the yellow tags to have it arrive at our hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we got to the hotel about 6 o'clock um we checked in um and our check-in experience to be honest was not that great um we weren't really given that much information like we weren't really told about the refillable mugs you would get um and then later when we tried to go to dinner and put it on our magic band um we realized that they didn't set our pin number up when we checked in so we couldn't pay with our magic band Hmm. so that was interesting but um, the room was nice. The We stayed at Coronado Springs in um, Casitas uh, number five, that okay. building. Um, and just like a note that there is no shower uh, or there's no bathtub, excuse me. Okay. So it's only a shower. So like if you have kids or whatever that don't really shower, be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a removable shower head in addition to the regular shower head. Um, okay. So you, you can make it work if if you have to. Okay. But um, it was super cute. They had our names on the TV. And then, you know, we had cute like Mickey towels. I've heard about those new TVs at Coronado Springs. I think those sound really cool. They're, they're kind of interactive and stuff, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, some of the features like aren't as responsive as you want, but it said like, welcome pain family um, as we, we came in. So that was nice. That's cool. So we had a fridge, which was great. Um, the room was fine. Um, the only thing is the bed was really squeaky. Um, most mm. hotel beds 
have like uh, like a base underneath them, mm -hmm. but you could totally like crawl under the bed if you wanted. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was just the construction um, or you know whatnot. But we were on the top floor. It was a really awesome view. We could see the new Grandestino Tower and the lake. Um, and it was ideal because it was really close to one of the bus stops. And then it was also pretty close to the, um, the dining area and not too far from the main tower. Okay. So we got there. Um, we went to Three Bridges Bar and Grill, which is the new restaurant um, in the middle of the lake. Um, the food was okay. The carnitas tacos were really good. But... The rest of the food and drinks were just okay. That was slightly disappointing. Okay. Now tell me, what time was your flight? And like, what time did you actually end up getting to your resort? So flight, we landed a little before five. Okay. We checked in for Magical Express at 5.08. Okay. And then we boarded the bus at 5.32. Okay. Um, I love that you have specific times. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we got to our hotel at 6.06. So okay. It was about a 30-minute wait time and a 30-minute ride. So about an hour in total um, after we had gotten to, like, the check-in at Magical Express. Okay. So awesome. not too terrible. Um, we had reservations originally at Toledo, which is the new rooftop restaurant at 7 p.m., mm -hmm. but we didn't feel like rushing all the way over there after we got into our room, and so I called them while we were sitting at Three Bridges Bar and Grill and just said, hey, we got in a little later than expected. Can you move our reservation back? So they did. Oh, good. So instead of eating like a full meal at Toledo, which I was kind of hesitant about anyways, because it's kind of like seafood and a little fancier, mm -hmm. um, we did like just some appetizers and um, drinks there. Okay, awesome. So Three Bridges was a slightly disappointing, um, but the Carnitas talk was really good. Um, Toledo was okay. We had the savory churros and didn't really care for them. Okay. But it was amazing. You can see um, Hollywood Studios. You can see the Star Wars land and everything. We were hoping for fireworks, which is kind of why I had reserved that. Either sunset or fireworks. Uh -huh. Of course, it's too cloudy, so no sunset. Oh, yeah. And then um, couldn't see the fireworks. And I'm not sure if it was because it was so windy. Oh. But if you don't want to spend the money like going to a place like Toledo, um, there's a bar right outside of Toledo where you can sit outside um, on the patio area and have the view of everything. So that would be my sort of recommendation for people if they come and just want to have like drinks as they arrive. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then um, we opted out of mousekeeping. So okay. um, I don't know if you've heard of that before, but um, when you like check in or it has to be done on your first day, um, you can tell them that you want to opt out of their like housekeeping, which they call mousekeeping. And then you get a $10 gift card for every day you opt out of it. So when your magic band wasn't working, you, you use that gift card to pay for it? Um, we actually just charged it on our card. Okay. And then okay. when we figured out like, oh no, like, you know, they should have set this up for us. Toledo is in the main Grandestino Tower. So uh -huh. right before we went up to the restaurant, we said, hey, please set this up for us. Mm, gotcha. um, and we used our e-gift our e card that they send you to pay for Toledo. Okay, so awesome. Yeah, it worked out well. All right. So then Sunday the 29th, what was your first park? Our park was Animal Kingdom that day. And so we wanted to rope drop because we weren't able to get a flight of passage fast pass um, when we had booked them. Okay. Um, we got there a little before their extra magic hours. That was seven o'clock. So I think we got there around six forty or so. Okay. 
Um, and we went directly to Flight of Passage with the masses. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we were in line at, um, you know, 7. Um, we were on the ride at 7.30, and then we were off of it at 7.35. So it was like a 30-minute wait time at opening. Okay. And then when we, um, you know, exited Flight of Passage, it was up to a 90-minute wait. Oh, wow. So I wouldn't have waited 90 minutes for it. Yeah. I mean, it's a really cool ride. I didn't know exactly what to expect. I heard everybody else talk about it. Um, it's pretty much like Soren, but on bikes. And uh-huh. <laughs> um, a bike-type seat. Um, and a little more interactive with the 3D. So it was really cool. I was impressed with the whole queue and Pandora as a land in general. Um, it was really neat. Awesome. Okay. And then we hopped over to Nobby River Journey, which I had an 8 a.m., uh, the first available fast pass for. Um, but it was a 10-minute wait, so we just walked right on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we just ended up switching that fast pass to Bugs Life, which we didn't need, but we were just trying to use the fast passes as quickly as possible. So uh-huh. then we could um, get other ones. Okay. So we did that. We did um, Dinosaur. Uh, we did Expedition Everest. It was nice. Everything was like a 10-minute wait. And nice. then we did Expedition Everest using our Fast Pass. Ah, uh, okay. Ten minutes at, um, that early in the morning is like a walk-on at most of these rides. Yeah. Um, and then we had breakfast at Tusker House. Okay. So we did the Rivers of Light dining package with our dining plan. Uh-huh. So that was a really nice perk. Um, the check-in experience was kind of weird. Like, they didn't have a ticket for us. Um, I had to keep going back to them, and they said, well, we didn't call you yet. I'm like, here's the text message. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they eventually sat us and said they would bring our little ticket later, which I guess explains, like, how you're paying and, and that kind of thing. Okay. So this was our first time using the plan, so we had to, like, ask them, hey, like, how do we do this? Yeah. What, do do? what does this come with? Um so the it actually comes with an alcoholic drink, which is nice, and I think it's kind of newer for the dining plans. But it was a buffet uh, style, and then the characters come around. Um, the jungle juice was really good. The food was pretty good. The drinks were good, um, and we were full. So <laughs> that's good. yeah, uh, the food was just or the sorry the service was kind of mediocre though. I mean, okay. I think the buffet and it was really busy and kind of crazy so yeah. what time was your reservation for um it was for nine forty. okay and then that came with the priority seating for rivers of light okay awesome so then we had a fast pass for the safaris and um, we tried to go on Kali river rapids but that was um closed down so we just went straight to the safari um, that was awesome. Um, we went on that at 1050 okay. and there were a ton of animals. I mean, the giraffes were right next to us. Um, I was worried that it was going to be a little too late. You know, people say go early in the morning or go at dusk. Uh-huh. And I was worried it was a little too late in the day, but it was awesome. We saw all the animals. It was great. Nice. Um, we had a fast pass for Lion King, which was really busy even for the fast pass line. Yeah. You, if it's like when we were there, you're like, is this the fast pass line or the standby line? Yeah. Um, it was unexpectedly busy. Um, the show was okay. I had heard amazing things about it, but I don't think we got the full experience. I had seen photos of like trapezing and things like that. Uh And we didn't have that. So 
Interesting. It was cool. Um, they kind of make the stage out of nothing and all these things kind of come out from behind the scenes. So that was neat. Awesome. And then we had um, lunch reservations, a late lunch at 2.30 at Yak and Yeti. Okay. And that was amazing. That was one of my favorite meals from the trip. The service was so good. Um, we sat up top in the second level. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a kiwi alcoholic drink that was really good. Mm. Um, the miso salmon was delicious. Um, my husband had tried the, the barbecue duck, and that was good. Um, it was just a really all-around good experience. So awesome. I would definitely recommend that. Okay. And we saw the bird show. We kind of wandered around. I intended for us to take um, an afternoon break, but we were trying to adjust to the change in time zone because we're Pacific time. So right. we're three weeks behind. So we just decided to keep going until we tire ourselves out. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we sat for Rivers of Light about 7 o'clock for the 8 o'clock. And using that uh, little pass that we got from eating at Tusker House, um, we were able to basically sit at the front row. Nice. Uh, So it was really good seating. But the show itself, as I'd heard before, is just okay. The storyline's not really all there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was okay. I mean, I wanted to see for myself, but you can definitely miss it. <laughs> it probably works well as your first nighttime show to see on your trip because then you're not actively comparing it to, you know, like whatever show you saw the night before. It's just like, oh yeah, this is okay. True. And since we were so far in the front, um, I knew it was going to take us forever to get out and we weren't super impressed by it anyways. So we ran out of the show at the end of it to okay. avoid the crowd. And then we hopped on Expedition Everest at night because I figured that would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. We uh, snagged a fast pass for that. Not that we necessarily needed it, but mm-hmm. grab it, grab it. Yeah. Um, and then I had heard definitely go to Pandora at night. So we walked back um, on our way out and walked through. And it's really cool with all the bioluminescence. I didn't uh-huh. really know what to expect. Uh, it was really pretty. And we got some photos of that. Awesome. So we went home. We um, had walked around so much that I think we were at like 30,000 steps. So oh, wow. <laughs> we're ready to call it a day. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. So then uh, the next day, Monday the 30th, what park did you go to that day? We went to Magic Kingdom that day. So the park opened at 8 a.m., but extra magic hours were at 7. Okay. So I think one of my biggest complaints with Coronado Springs, and this might just be with all the hotels in general is that um, the bus times on the app were totally inaccurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we actually missed the bus in the morning um, and we really wanted to get to rope drop for magic kingdom because there were so many different rides and we didn't want to fall behind. It didn't show that there was a next bus at all. It just kind of like exited out after that one. Mm, okay. So we made the fast decision to just take a lift over there. Uh huh. So it actually dropped us off at the TTC. Yeah. And then we took the first monorail. They said they're the first monorail of the day into the Magic Kingdom at 6.35 a.m. Okay. Which brought us to the front gate at 6.50. So it was a longer ride than we expected, but we still got there before rope drop, which is always important. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so they walked us back to the Fantasyland area. Um, we intended to go on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train to kind of get rid of that fast pass that we had later in the day. So uh-huh. then we other fast passes, but it was closed. Oh. 
So we went to Peter Pan instead, and it's much more intricate than the one at Disneyland. We were <laughs> impressed. Okay. I hadn't realized that there was that much of a difference between them, so that's really cool to know. Yeah. Um, it's just you go through more at the at this Peter Pan. Like um, you actually feel like you're on the ship and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely is different. So. Okay. Um, and then we went to Space Mountain and then Buzz Lightyear and then went back to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. At that point, it was a 40-minute wait, but we sort of sacrificed it uh-huh. <laughs> so that we didn't have to wait for other rides until our 3.30 Fast Pass. Oh, yeah. This Mine Train. We wanted to be able to, like, tap and grab other Fast Passes. Mm-hmm. So we changed um, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Fast Pass to an earlier Pirates one. Okay. We don't really like to wait more than 20 minutes for anything. Yeah. So the video for that was really cool that appeared on your magic band automatically. Uh-huh. Um, they captured a really cool one of us on it. So oh, nice. The ride itself, though, was just okay. People talk about it so much. I'm not sure if maybe that's because we only had one person in the, the row behind us. So, like, our buckets didn't really move. Ah. Uh. Or what? But it was just okay. It was kind of like a Thunder Mountain type of ride. I think it's, personally, I think it's a little overhyped. I think that it's, you know, it's, in my mind, it's kind of like Navi River Journey, but in a different way that it's like, you know, I wouldn't wait the crazy long waits that people do wait. If you wait a short period of time, it's a great ride. But I'm like, I don't understand why people wait this long. And I think it's easy to be disappointed on it. Yeah, we weren't super impressed with how much talked about it yeah um it was just okay I mean I wouldn't wait 40 minutes again if if we were able to get on it in five minutes I would do it again yeah okay so but we squeeze that in before our be our guest reservation for breakfast okay at 8. 5. how was that it was good um we pre-ordered so we were able to skip the huge huge line mm-hmm. um and we felt like it was the best quick service credit so yeah. I mean, it was pretty easy for us to find a table. It's so beautiful inside. Um, we sat in the main room. Um, and we didn't realize that for quick service meals as adults, um, it also comes with alcohol. Uh-huh. So one thing that we didn't pre-order. <laughs> um, and then the gray stuff was, um, you know, the, the cupcake with the gray icing. Um, that was actually a snack credit. And it was surprisingly very good. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but it was interesting because we hadn't really gotten carded at all our whole trip. And then we were carded twice at Be Our Guest. Okay. Um, when ordering the alcohol and then when they delivered it again. Oh, so, wow. Interesting. Hmm. It really varied when we were there. So. Yeah. They, they thought you looked really young, apparently. I guess. <laughs> uh, we walked around to the other rooms. Um, I thought the main room was the prettiest, though. Yeah. Now for breakfast, does it have like the snow, like the snow through the windows and stuff too? Yes. Okay. So it was um, a really neat experience. I mean, I think breakfast there for the the entrees are like 29 or $39. So we felt like we were getting our money's worth. Um, And then they also have the sodas and everything out. So we could just fill them up, fill up our water containers and stuff like that. So it was nice. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think... Be Our Guest, if you're paying out of pocket, is, I mean, highway robbery for breakfast especially. And if you're using a dining credit, I mean, you can eat cheaper at some of the table service in the Magic Kingdom, like the plaza, than you can at breakfast for Be Our Guest. Yeah. 
No. Exactly. So, but we, we knew that was one of the, you know, high priority things to do when you have the dining plan for a good breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. it was awesome. So then we went on Splash Mountain. We had to wait in line for that one because we couldn't um, find a fast pass for that. We had our other fast passes already booked. So that was like a 45 minute wait. Um, okay. It was nice though. I guess Ziploc does an advertising thing with them. Uh-huh. And so when you enter, they had plastic bags for your phones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I always grab a couple of those. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, then we had a fast pass for Thunder Mountain um, and then Jungle Cruise, um, which was a really long wait. It was an 85 minute wait. Not that we waited in it, but the general line, Uh huh. which I didn't really understand. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. It was pretty long. Huh. But after that, that was our third fast pass. So then we can grab other fast passes. Oh, good. Okay. So we did Small World um, and it was cute. I don't know what restaurant is above it, but there were kids like holding signs at the window for us uh-huh. to make silly faces. <laughs> That's really cute. I think it's Pinocchio Village House, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And so Small World at Disneyland is um, an outside. It starts outside. Oh, okay. um, so it was interesting to have Small World be inside completely huh interesting okay yeah then we had um lunch reservations at tony's town square and that was at twelve fifteen. um we showed up a little bit late but i found that disney world was pretty flexible we would show up to fast passes early and they'd let us through and then we'd show up to dining reservations either like 10 or 15 minutes early or 10 or 15 minutes late and they always didn't have a problem with it so yeah i think I think reservations, there's a 15-minute grace period on either side. And for fast passes, if I remember correctly, it'll turn green up to five minutes before your scheduled time and up to 15 minutes after it ends. Yeah, there were a lot of times where we were 10 or 15 minutes before and they would just let us go through, which is really nice. That's awesome. Um, But Tony's Town Square, we did the parade package. Uh Um, So that got us priority seating, reserve seating for the Festival of Fantasy Parade. And that was, I think, the other best meal we had. Um, We didn't know what to expect other than that it was like the Lady and the Tramp kind of inspired restaurant. Uh And with our dining plan, we got an appetizer, a drink, our meal, and a dessert. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a lot of food. My Uh husband said it was the best meal he had. And it was just a really good experience um, we loved it. Awesome. So full disclosure, we have the same reservation for our trip in February. And I hear so many people bad mouth Tony's that, you know, it's not good. And I, so I've been asking some people on some of my Facebook groups, you know, how, like, do they like it? You know, is it because if it's just a matter of these people who are bad mouthing it, if they're going into it, expecting, you know, this like little Italy, you know, super authentic, amazingly crafted Italian meal. And they're, you know, disappointed because it's, you know, it's, it's magic kingdom. So it's going to be a little bit more mass produced versus like, is the food garbage. And it's nice to hear you say that it's probably just these people going in who don't have their expectations set correctly. Right. It's not little Italy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it's, they have pasta and other things. Um, My husband got the Parmesan wings that he liked. I got the salad, which had a lot on it, had like watermelon and corn and pine nuts and pickled red onion. Hmm. Um, Very different. And then I got the, um, 
the trio of pasta, which was good, and he got the steak, which I tried some. It was amazing. Their wine was good. Um, And then we got tiramisu and cannoli. So we were so stuffed. Mm. Well, yeah, it was good. And if if you're not sure what to order, I always ask the staff because they know better than anyone else what's good. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And then we just straight across and we had the seating literally at the end of main street so we were like looking at the castle which was awesome is it out there kind of at the flagpole in the middle of that area exactly okay and it was not busy at all we got there um close to two o'clock which is when the parade was supposed to start and there was a ton of seating nice so that was awesome um, we just sat on the curb there and we had some time because the parade was coming from the opposite direction. So right. we didn't make anything. Okay. The other super cool thing that we discovered at Magic Kingdom was there's a super zoom of the castle. And so I had seen this on um, another uh, podcast Instagram page, um, WDW Prep to Go. Uh huh. And so we did this, and it was awesome. When we posted it to Instagram, everyone was commenting how cool it was and asking us how we did this. Nice. <laughs> so that was um, a cool memory maker experience. Awesome. So then we just went from Fast Pass to Fast Pass, went on Speedway, Monsters, Inc., The People Mover. Um, we went to Storybook Treats, and they have all this seasonal Arendelle Aqua treats going on now uh-huh. and I tried the cotton candy cone that I'd seen all over Instagram pages mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's like a pretty aqua blue color and a blue cone with these um, sugar Mickey heads on them okay and it's very good for photos but it was just okay ah. um, Florida so it melts really fast oh yeah um, so there were like sad blue blobs of melted ice cream <laughs> <laughs> But they are good at marketing that stuff. It will give them that. For sure. Yeah, that's that's the disappointing thing about some of those things is they look a lot prettier than they actually taste. Yeah, but I didn't feel bad about anything because we were on the dining plan. So I felt like even though we had paid for the food and stuff in advance, I felt like it wasn't coming out of pocket. So yeah. I didn't really lose anything. Uh-huh. It's nice. Yeah. And then awesome. I forced my husband to go on a lot of the kid rides because I wanted to see how it compared to Disneyland. <laughs> So we went on Little Mermaid and Pooh, and that was interesting just to see the differences uh-huh. um, between the different parks. Went on a PhilharMagic, um, Haunted Mansion. We couldn't find a Fast Pass for, and it was listed as a 55-minute wait. And it actually turned out to only be 15 minutes, which oh, wow. was odd. Yeah, um, that is strange. We false advertising as we were getting on it. <laughs> we're like, but we're not going to complain. Yeah. <laughs> the queue for that is really cool though mm-hmm. it's pretty interactive so. yeah awesome um and then we had the dessert party something we decided to do last minute we did the garden view uh-huh and the fireworks are at nine o'clock so we entered the dessert party at 7 p.m so okay. we were one of the first ones now did you all have dinner somewhere else before or did this kind of act as your dinner too kind of acted as our dinner because we had had a really big lunch at Tony's Town Square and uh-huh. then we had kind of snacked by getting, you know, storybook treats and other things. Yeah. Um, so we considered eating in between, but we weren't hungry. So mm. I just figured we'll have some things at the dessert party. Hopefully they won't have all desserts. And yeah. we did it. 
they had, you know, fruit and they had like cheeseburger egg rolls and some interesting things. That was really cool being one of the first ones in because I actually took a video of all of the desserts and things. Nice. Um, And then we just got to kind of sit and hang out. So the food was good. Um, It was nice to have the reserved seating. Um, And while we were waiting, I think we probably went out to the fireworks area, maybe around 8.15 or so. Okay. All of a sudden, it just started pouring. So we just kind of looked at each other and just like grabbed our bags and, you know, dug out our ponchos. Thank goodness we had them. Uh um, Threw them on. And then that was only like a five minute ordeal. Uh And then um, it was nice because then we sat on them because the ground was soaking wet. Oh, yeah. Always got to be prepared for Florida weather. Uh Yeah, that is true. Any time of year. Yes. And then um, another big tip is that, you know, obviously leaving during fireworks is pretty busy. Um, Do not go down Main Street. If you're like walking, like you're going out to the park, there is an area on the left hand side where they'll open up the back employee area and it's so much less busy. Um, So we were able to literally get out of the park in like five to 10 minutes. Nice. Now, how was the fireworks show? Fireworks were great, totally different than what we have at Disneyland. Um, The projections on the castle, I don't know how they do it, but it looks Mm -hmm. so real and cool. I mean, it was just a really great um, experience. I hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah, that's one of those shows that I went into it kind of like, okay, impress me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm impressed. Yeah, I feel like it's more about the projections than the fireworks. I almost think like the fireworks complement the projections. You're absolutely right. And it's interesting because it has really changed it. It used to be that you could enjoy the show from lots of different places because it was more about the fireworks. But now you really have to have kind of a central spot there in the hub to really Mm -hmm. get a lot out of it. And that's why we had booked the dessert party. I originally thought like, oh, if it's like our fireworks back home, then we can just grab a spot like, you know, an hour before. But, you know, I'd heard it's not like that. So it pretty much substituted for our dinner anyways. And I was glad that we did it. So we didn't have to take too much time out of our day to like stake out a spot. Yeah. It was definitely less stressful. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So then um, the next day, Tuesday the 1st, what was your park that day? That was Hollywood Studios. Okay. How did that day go? That was good. It was the extra, extra magic hours. Oh, yeah. Regularly opens at nine and then extra magic hours open at six. And with that, we wanted to do, you know, Smuggler's Run and Star Wars Land. So we wanted to get there early. So we kind of braved it (laughs) (laughs) we got up early and we went out to the bus at about 5 15 and we watched the bus leave oh no two minutes ahead of what was posted on the app Mm -hmm. so again app wasn't super accurate but because we stayed at a moderate hotel they have like the bus loop so there were four stops at our um at our hotel Uh uh-huh We literally ran to Grand Estino Tower in like four minutes at five o'clock in the morning Uh (laughs) um, and caught the bus before it had um, left our property. Nice. Our our stop by our room was the first stop most of the time Uh and the tower was the fourth stop. 
So luckily, most of the time, if we missed the bus at our stop, then we could catch it if we went fast enough to the oh, tower. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I mean, not fun that you have to like do a little <laughs> sprint first thing in the morning, but it's nice that you were able to do that. Yeah. And um, the hotel was really centrally located, so it never took any longer than 15 minutes to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it was like an eight minute bus ride to Hollywood Studios. Nice. So it was fast. But security took forever. There was a lot more people at the park than we had anticipated. Mm. Um, it actually took us longer to get through security than it did on the bus. Oh, wow. <laughs> but we um, made it to the kind of central area there um, at 5.50. Okay. And then the cast members, like, did the long walk to Star Wars land. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were at the land by 6.02. Okay. So then we got in line for Smuggler's Run, which was at 6.10. Um, and then it took us about 20 minutes to get on the ride. Okay. And I had heard about, you know, people wanting to be pilots, but you can't really ask for certain things because they wouldn't be able to accommodate. And so, you know, just, we kind of stood there and they handed both my husband and I pilot cards. Nice. So I just kind of looked at him and I was like, you don't even know how big of a deal this is. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, it was okay. I mean, I had been warned that it's pretty much like Star Tours, and mm-hmm. it is. And then I had also heard that, you know, maybe it's better to do the other rides first and wait for Smuggler's Run to kind of calm down from the early morning crowd. But it only took us 30 minutes to get on and off the ride entirely. Yeah, that's so not bad. I liked doing it first. Um, by the time we got off, I think it was a 60-minute wait. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it calmed down later in the day till about 45 minutes, but I like just kind of getting it out of the way. Yeah, okay. So then we went on Slinky Dog Dash, and that's another ride that people talk about so much, and I didn't know what to expect. That was way better than I had anticipated. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, I thought it would be more of a kid ride, mm-hmm. um, but it, it almost goes like completely sideways. Yeah. And it was fun to do it in the dark at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So the land was super pretty. Now you said your husband's a big Toy Story fan, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. So <laughs> he loved, you know, wandering on the land. It's really well themed. Yeah. You know, we have cars land at California Adventure. Uh-huh. And I just felt like we felt like um, Toy Story land just was even more themed than we could have anticipated i mean down to the the street lights yeah they're all you know uh toy pieces and things like that it was uh-huh. really so we took pictures in front of the big sign and you know with the um woody so that was great awesome and then we went on toy story mania which was a 20 minute wait um so this is at seven by at seven o'clock in the morning now okay. so an hour into the extra extra magic hours and that was also super well-themed, much better than at California Adventure. Okay. The line at California Adventure is, like, half in the uh, outdoors. Ah, uh, okay. And then, you know, Toy Story Mania at Disney World is all inside. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all the paintings on the wall make you feel like you're smaller and you're in Andy's room. And it was super cute. Yeah. So we loved that. Awesome. Then we got on a rock and roller coaster that was uh, 10 minutes posted wait, but it was a walk on. And, you know, when we're there so early, we were asking for the front on rides because uh-huh. it was easy. So that was really cool. I'm on the shorter side. So <laughs> it's good for pictures. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Nice. But I learned something new that I had never known before. Um, I guess I have developed a sort of motion sickness. Oh, and that one will trigger it. Yeah. So after the second time, I was like, well, I need to calm down a bit. Luckily, mm-hmm. we had some Dramamine um, with us because my husband um, sometimes will get a little motion sick. Uh-huh. So I took some of that and kind of calmed down. That's good. Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever ride rock and roller coaster again. That one actually triggered some pretty severe vertigo for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it caused my husband to have some motion sickness as well. So I'm kind of dreading the my kids getting to the age that they want to ride it because I'm gonna have to just hire somebody to ride it with them. (laughs) Yeah, I I've never gotten motion sick from any rides. And I've grown up going to Disneyland all my life. So it was kind of bizarre. Like, what is happening to me? Yeah. My husband getting older. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination of aging and the fact that your head just kind of like bangs all around on that ride. It's a fun ride, but yeah, it's pretty intense. It's just a little disorienting because it's in the dark too. So you're not yes. really sure what's up and what's down. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. So then we went on Tower of Terror, which again was like a, it said 10 minute wait, but it was a pretty much a walk on. And um, we were really excited to do this because they changed the Tower of Terror at California Adventure to Guardians of the Galaxy, uh-huh. which is super fun. We just like, we were used to the old version. So, uh-huh. um, you know, we know all the words to the intro and everything. <laughs> but what's really cool about this Tower of Terror is the elevator actually moves forward, mm-hmm. uh, which is really unique. And the one by us doesn't do that. So that's really cool. Awesome. We got a little um, food to go. We got the Joffrey's, you know, a giant donut and a uh, ice pumpkin coffee. Um, And then we got on Star Tours, which was a five-minute wait. And that was so empty that they literally didn't fill up the whole um, ride. Oh, wow. The back two rows were empty, so they said, if anyone wants to go to the back and have your own row, you're welcome to. (laughs) Um, And we were celebrating my husband's birthday on the trip. Um, His was in a couple days. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he wore his birthday pin, and he was the rebel spy, which was Ah. kind of... In all of our years of going to Disneyland, we have never had that happen. Uh (laughs) And then we came out of the ride, and the floor was soaking so it must have just downpoured in the couple minutes that we were Ah. on and then stopped but we missed it so that was okay nice um we tried to go on muppets but it hadn't opened yet um i guess it usually opens an hour after the regular park opening so interesting that's something i didn't realize yeah um and then we walked back through star wars land to actually look at the land Uh because we just tried to ride it to get it out of the way at first um, it is huge, and it is really far back there, and you have to walk a long way to get to the rides or any of the things that the land really has to offer do. Uh-huh. So um, we snacked on um, overnight oats for breakfast. Uh-huh. Um, I had seen pictures of that, and I said, oh, I just got to try it. So yeah. how were they? It was actually pretty good. Um, the fruit on top was good, and the oats were just dyed basically like the purple color. Mm-hmm. Um, better than I expected. Nice. So I actually ate it. <laughs> Same thing with the blue milk. Was not sure how that was going to taste. And it was actually pretty good. Huh, so we okay. finished it. Um, and it was nice too because it was a snack credit. So nice. felt like if I don't like it, no loss. Yeah, exactly. Um, we took some photos. And there are two Super Zoom spots 
at the land. So I just so happened to think like at that moment we were in this area, like, oh, we need to find these spots. And so I turned to a cast member who was standing there and said, do you know where the super zooms are? And she's like, right here. So you basically have to look for the cast members holding data pads is what Uh, they're called. Okay. And then if you don't know, just ask. Um, one of them's a little higher up. I couldn't really explain to you exactly where it is. Um, but those are really cool. Um, those were kind of a highlight of having um, the memory maker. And they were really cool to post. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was great. Cool. Um, then we went on. Uh, we actually went back to the Muppets, which I kind of fell asleep in. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw the Beauty and the Beast show. We had fast passes to that. Uh-huh. And that was so impressive. I remember watching that when I was younger when we went. And it's like a little Broadway musical type yeah. of thing. It's so impressive. The costumes and the Fast Pass got us um, second row seating. So that was really neat. We were really up close and personal. Awesome. Um, and then for lunch, we went to Mom Mel Rose. We had the Fantasmic package with the dining plan. Uh-huh. So that was about 11.45. And that was okay. They had a huge alcohol selection, if you'd Mm. like to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that was the only place so far that had done something for what we were celebrating. So um, when we booked with our travel agent, he had put that, you know, we were celebrating our birthdays and our first anniversary. And they actually did a birthday dessert for my husband. And then they brought out an anniversary champagne toast. Oh, fun. So that was the only place I'd done something so far. So that was really nice. Yeah. Um, And then we also had a fast pass for Indiana Jones, the show. And that was cool. That was exactly as I remembered it, you know, a stunt show. Uh Uh-huh. It was a good place to just cool off, too. Yeah. Um, We met Edna. Um, That was kind of neat. Uh-huh. Love her from The Incredibles. (laughs) I'm so glad they added that meet and greet. Yeah, it was awesome. We noticed um, as we were walking by some of the other characters that if they don't have, like, a designated meeting spot, they don't always have a photo pass person. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would kind of skip those, but just something to note that not all of them have a photo person. Yeah. Um, and then we went back to the hotel. So Okay. One of the only times we actually had a seat going back because <laughs> going back late after the other shows, we usually ended up standing on the bus. Oh, which was- Yeah. Not so fun, but luckily not too long of a ride. Yeah. So we took a little break. Then we went back to Hollywood Studios. Um, Of course, the app didn't show any bus times being available, (laughs) Uh but but they were. (laughs) Uh Um, And we had dinner reservations at the Sci-Fi Dine-In. Okay. How was that? That was really good. Um, I didn't know what to expect other than I remembered seeing that from going uh, a couple years ago to the parks. Uh-huh. And it was a lot of food. It was a really cool environment, um, really pretty inside. Um, and we sat in the back of a car, which is where I would kind of recommend sitting. Otherwise, you're really close to the people in front of you. Oh, yeah. Or like there's, people are behind you. So it was good to have the, the back seat. Yeah. The drinks were really good. Um, the food was good. Um, and we got a dessert with it as well as part of the plan. But we were too full. So yeah. I had previously people saying you could get like fruit or something to go. So that's uh-huh. what we did. Oh, which perfect. works out well because then we went to sit for Fantasmic. 
And while we were waiting for that like hour, then I got to snack on my fruit when I was a little hungrier. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So because we went to Mama Melrose and had that Fantasmic package, we got to sit in, I guess, like a priority area for Fantasmic, which uh-huh. is pretty much front and center. Nice. Um, we sat back a few rows because I figured there'd be a little bit of water or whatever. And we were more eye level where we chose to sit. Nice. They were super great seats. We sat there for like an hour um, and played on our phones and kind of snacked. Um, I would definitely recommend bringing a snack because the concession lines there were pretty long. Mm, okay. And then I would definitely say bring phone chargers. Like a oh. lot of power. We had the guy next to us ask us if we had <laughs> power pack for him. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were using ours. Um, yeah. So... We each had a Mophie, which is like a, you know, a power pack charger. Okay. And they hold about, I think, four charges each or four charges each. So we pretty much charged our phones twice every day Uh, from using the app and just all the data, I think. Yeah. Uh, Battery drained so fast. Mm -hmm. So I was glad that we had those backups. Yeah. That's really smart. Um, and then we did Tower of Terror right after um, in the dark. Got a fast pass for that. And then we did it again. Um, we loved Slinky Dog. So we did that again in the dark. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was only like a 30-minute wait, but it only ended up being 20 minutes. Okay. So that was one of our favorite rides. Nice. Um, and then we left. So it was a long, early, and late day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds like an exhausting day. Yes, we had a little bit of a break, though, so. That's good. Okay, awesome. So then Wednesday the 2nd, what was your park that day? Um, we did Disney Springs for the first part and then Magic Kingdom. Okay. So this was kind of like our semi-rest day, I suppose. Uh-huh. So we slept in um, until about 9, and then we actually woke up to the news that um, our puppy was born. So Aww. that was super fun. Fun. So we're looking at videos of all of them. Um, and then we went over to Disney Springs. Um, we had heard a lot of good things about the Plight Pig. Um, okay. And that was a really good quick service um, mm-hmm. restaurant. But it's pretty much like a table service, which is nice. They yeah. bring the food to you and everything. Nice. So we had the barbecue brisket meatballs and the drinks were really good. They had an apple cider whiskey sour that was amazing. Um and the story behind how that is is really cool, too. It's it's a local place called the Ravenous Pig. And then they sort of changed it to be more Disney appropriate. Yeah. So it was really fun. Nice. And it was, had delicious food. So Now, I've heard that the line there can be crazy. So was there much of a line when you got there? Or did you get there on the early side? There wasn't. I think we were on the earlier side. So there wasn't a big line. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, so we did a little bit of shopping. I love the basin there. They used to have one at Downtown Disney back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a store called, I think it's Uniqlo is how you say it. Um, and I found that they have really good, like, low cost, both, like, Disney and non-Disney clothes. So mm-hmm. we got some gifts for people, some souvenirs there. Nice. I even got some, like, work shirts that were super comfortable and some um, workout pants. Nice. And then the- um, we stumbled across the PhotoPass uh, studio. Uh-huh. So we took some photos there, and that was really cool. They put some backdrops behind us, and we got some good photos. Fun. And then my husband was super excited about the fall menu that they have at Disney Springs. Okay. So we went to Earl of Sandwich, 
even after we had the barbecue, <laughs> he got his holiday turkey sandwich he was excited about. Those are so good. Yeah, I don't know if it was a bad one, though. He felt like it was just okay. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, I, the service was not good. And mm. I think he had just been spoiled from the barbecue experience. Yeah. He sort of felt like he had wasted a quick service. Like, they kind of moseyed us along. Mm. And then we just sat. I don't know. Maybe it was a bad one, but he said it was more like lunch meat than like a good um, sandwich he was expecting. Oh, yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah. But I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, They all had another kind of new thing is the Arendelle Aqua Lemonade, and that's part of their, um, I guess, frozen promotion. Uh So that was daily poutine, and that's like a pre-mixed alcoholic drink. Okay. But it has swirling sparkles um and it's really cool looking um i think it had that much alcohol in it but it was delicious so got one of those and would recommend nice um then we went back to the hotel and went over to the magic kingdom um during the nighttime so about five o'clock okay we um grabbed a snack at i had heard the cinnamon rolls at gaston's tavern were really good so Uh i got those how was it? Were you impressed with it? I was impressed with it, except it wasn't warm. Oh. So it was big, and it looked delicious, and it was a snack credit, but it was not as warm as I wanted it to be. Ah, uh, okay. So it was okay. Um, my husband had really been wanting a churro, because the churros at Disneyland are so good. Uh-huh. We um, kind of walked around, and we walked towards the um, Tomorrowland area, uh-huh. and he got that cool ship. And he was very underwhelmed. Huh. Just not the same as Disneyland, I guess. Mm. He was out. Okay. So that day we had a Space Mountain Fast Pass. So we went on that again. Um, and then we went on People Mover, which actually broke down um, as we were on it <laughs> right before entering Space Mountain. Uh-huh. Um, started kind of moving backwards and stopped, and then the lights <laughs> clicked on. Um, but it was only down for like a minute. So, okay. You know, then we got on the last um, boarding of the riverboat, and we hadn't seen much of the Magic Kingdom since we were rushing around to get everything done the last time we were there. Right. Um, and it was nice to kind of be forced to sit there and look at everything. Yeah. Uh, Big Thunder at Sunset was super gorgeous. Um, that was really cool. Nice. And then we had a fast mine train, um, so we just went on it again. Um, I felt that the buckets moved a tiny bit more, but then I looked behind us and there was still just one person. So uh, it, was, okay. <laughs> it was definitely leading to one side. Uh-huh. Um, and then we had a big Thunder Mountain Fast Pass. So we went on that again. Um, and then after we had gone on it, we waited a little bit um, and walked around and then went on it again um, right before the fireworks. Uh-huh. And so we went on it actually when the fireworks were going off. So that's really cool. You know, we didn't find a need to watch the fireworks again since we had done the dessert party. Yeah. Then I made my poor husband wait in line for the tangled bathroom photos. (laughs) (laughs) So that was like 15 minutes. But um, unfortunately, the line was kind of long and it only took 15 minutes, but just the timing didn't really work out. So the fireworks were done by the time we were um, still in line. Ah, okay. Oh, then we sort of had to, you know, get out as everybody else was getting out. But right. again, 
we didn't go down Main Street. We went to that left side. And so we were able to get out really quickly, which was awesome. Nice. Yeah, it was amazing. There was like no one on that side, but so many people down Main Street. Yeah. So um, it was a good trick. We didn't do dinner yet, and we were getting really hungry. So when we got back to the hotel, um, we had dinner at the just like the quick service uh, area there. And it was okay. Okay. Yeah, nothing special. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm sure at that point you're like, I just want to get some food and then go to bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then um, that next day, Thursday the 3rd, I have a suspicion I know which park it was, but which park did you go to? <laughs> Yes, we were at Epcot. Awesome. How did that go? We didn't find the need to get there early that day in particular because we had the dolphins in depth um, at 9.45. So we got quick service breakfast at the hotel, um, and then we went over to Epcot. So dolphins in depth is three hours. So it was from 9.45 to 12.45. Okay. And it's basically behind the scenes about how they train the dolphins, all about the dolphins. And then you're in the water with them for about 20 minutes. Okay. So I wasn't sure what to expect. I have done a dolphin experience one time before, um, but this was sort of for our anniversary. Uh Um, And they just go into all about how they work with them and how smart they are. We got to see one of the um, training exercises they do to try to understand their cognition. Um, There's three male dolphins there, and it's the second largest aquarium. And we got to, like, um, I don't even know if pet is the right word, but (laughs) um, they just are so cool. And they loved being, like, rubbed down. Um, They would, like, kind of close their eyes Hmm. and... Um, and then they each kind of have their own, um, trick or thing that they showed off that they just, you can tell they just like loved to do that thing. They each had one thing in particular that really showed their personality. Uh So it was a really cool experience. That's awesome. Now, were there other people doing that or was it just the two of you? Yes, there were six of us. Okay. So I think they can do up to eight at any one time. Okay. So we were two other couples. That was um, really fun. And they took photos of us that they gave us. Um, They also had a towel, um, a dolphin's in-depth towel as like a souvenir. Fun. Oh, yeah. It was really cool and different than what you would expect to do at Disney World. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Epcot was um, under a lot of construction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Getting to other things was interesting. But, you know, we did all... Um, the other rides, I really don't understand figment at all. <laughs> people say that all the time. I was really confused why they said, make sure you take off your hats. And I'm thinking, this looks like a really slow ride. Why right. am I taking off my hat? <laughs> um, but the food and wine festival was going on. That was my first time doing that. Okay. Um, that was awesome. Um, there's also a food and wine app that was helpful because it also showed the prices of things. Ah. So they give out little booklets that was helpful to figure out, you know, kind of what was what uh-huh. and what this offers. And then you could use snack credits. So we used um, our snack credits pretty much for most of the items that we got. Those festivals at Epcot are just one of the best ways to use your snack credits. Definitely. I mean, we hadn't really used uh, it heavily before. So um, we loved some of the booths. The, there was a fire, fire booth uh-huh. that. Uh, my husband really liked, so we went there a couple times. Flavors from fire. Nice. Okay. So food was delicious. Um, we did that sort of in lieu of a lunch, 
And we hadn't planned on going on any rides that day. We were just going to kind of snack around. But I got so hot and overheated. Mm. For the most part, the weather was good. It was like maybe around 80. Uh But I don't know if it was just eating hot food and standing around. And it's so humid. Yeah, it was pretty humid. So um, we kind of did rides instead of of walking around and stuff instead. So, um, you know, living with the land was uh, cool but slow. Um, Spaceship Earth, my husband was really excited about because he had always seen the, you know, the ball. Uh Uh, But he was really bummed that the ride inside of it was not more exciting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then we had Fast Pass's Permission Space. And um, we did the Orange Intense one. Why I committed to doing that, I'm not sure. <laughs> I did not like that at all. I felt sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we had dinner reservations at Tapan Ito. I think that's how you say it. Okay. How was that? That was awesome. So that was in Japan. Um, and that was a totally, like, immersive experience. Mm-hmm. Um, there was great service great food. It was a really fun show. And they sang happy anniversary in Japanese. Oh, fun. And did a little candle, which is cute. Oh, and I felt like it was a good um, dining credit. You know, you could get a seafood like a combo plate. Um, They had a lot of options. Um, You know, I didn't feel like we were, we could only get the cheapest thing. So Mm -hmm. we got steak and things like that. And I felt like it was a good use of the dining plan. So nice. Um, then I wanted to go on Skyliner because I had seen so much about it and it had just opened. Uh-huh. Um, and that connects different hotels and then I think Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So we went out of the park and did that and then came back in the park. But <laughs> it was cool to do that at sunset. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing is you really felt like you were going to crash into the car, the, the pod in front of you. I've heard as you're coming into the station, you're like, I feel like we should be slowing down now. Yes, it's very startling. Yeah. So, and then shockingly, a few days later, they did collide. Exactly. So as we were coming back um, from our trip, I'm like, "We're oh wow, it was good we went on that, but also <laughs> you could have seen that one coming." Yeah. <laughs> so luckily, we didn't get stuck or anything like those people did. But I hear it's back up and running. So yeah. Um. Then we went on test track at night. So that was really cool to do that in the dark. And it's pretty fast. Yeah. Awesome. So I was looking forward to that. I remember when it was the test dummies. Uh-huh. Was the, and now it's the like Chevrolet. You get to design your car. And mm-hmm. So. Um, and then Illuminations went bye-bye. So it was Epcot Forever when uh, we were there. Okay. And we grabbed a spot at La Cantina in the Mexico Pavilion. Uh-huh. Um, and we grabbed churros. I told Cameron, like, this is a good opportunity to get a churro at a Mexican place. It should be good. And they were four tiny little itty bitty guys. Oh, was disappointed yet again. Yeah. <laughs> but we um, sat there and watched the show. It was nice to actually sit. So yeah, I'm sure. What did you think of the show? I've heard very mixed reviews. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a little bit of fireworks. And the kites, essentially, is what it is. Uh So the kites were cool looking. But then if you're sitting really close to the water, you hear the sea dews super loudly. Uh. It was okay. I mean, I don't think you need to see it. I would recommend, you know, 
the Magic Kingdom show yeah. over Okay. Hopefully the the permanent replacement for the show will be better. Yeah, that'll be good. So that was it for our first day at Epcot. Awesome. Okay. So then Friday the 4th, I again think I have a pretty good guess of what park <laughs> you were at, but what was your park that day? That day was Epcot again. I knew it. <laughs> now this was your last park day, is that correct? Last park day. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how did your Epcot, your last Epcot day go? So we originally had Garden Girl reservations at 9.45 and I was able in the morning to last minute move it earlier because we didn't have anything to do until uh-huh. um, to 8.55, which at the time I didn't realize it was actually pre-park. The park opened at nine o'clock. Uh-huh. So the entrance line was super long, but I thought like there's got to be an entrance for reservations or something. And it was, it was at the far left. Okay. So it was really cool to walk through the park with no one in it and be able to take like some selfies and videos of the ball behind us or uh-huh. in front of us. Um, we got there early and they were able to seat us early. And I know you think super highly of Garden Grill and other people do. So we were really excited to eat there. I'm really worried you're about to tell me you were disappointed. No, we loved it. Oh, good. Oh, phew. Okay. You had me scared for no. a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean... So we sat at the edge. Um, they just happened to seat us at the edge. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to expect. Everyone talks so highly of it, but I didn't know any details. I had heard it was a buffet, but I'm like, how does this work? The restaurant spins. Uh-huh. What is happening? And so they bring you like unlimited skillets, mm-hmm. which was so cool. And we're such breakfast people. Yeah. We got the fresh salsa that they like grow downstairs. It's so good. It's so good and drinks were good and there was like organic beer and the sticky buns were amazing. Um, The characters were so cute and awesome. Um, We really loved Pluto. Uh And I had told him that our puppy was born while we were on the trip. Uh We essentially talked to him about it and we named, we're naming our puppy his middle name's going to be Pluto. Oh, fun. <laughs> that was super cool. And I had gotten up to go to the bathroom and then came back. And my husband said that I miss Dale. Um, and our server was so good. He kept coming around and saying, oh, I'll make sure Dale comes back to you. Did you see all the characters? And they were really good at making sure that they all came through. Oh, good. That was awesome. Nice. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, even when my husband went just the two of us with no kids, we ate there because it's just like the food's amazing. And the characters are really cute. They're really cute. I mean, I didn't I thought like, oh, we're going to be too old for this stuff. But they're so cute. And they're like appropriate to whoever they're, you know, seeing at that time. So for sure. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it to people even. Yeah, like, whether you've got a bunch of kids or no kids or whatever, like there's something to enjoy for everybody, I think, at that restaurant. So, well, I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah, it was very unique. Um, hadn't done anything like that before. So we were totally full, but we felt like we had to order a second round of stuff. Because, <laughs> <why not? laughs> nice. So um, then we had a test track fast pass. We did that. Um, I canceled our Spaceship Earth fast pass. It's hard to know what to fast pass at Epcot. So yeah. You have days because of the tears. Mm-hmm. So I knew my husband wouldn't want to go on that again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had a mission space fast pass um, that we were able to move up. So he did the orange one. And this time I did the less intense green one. Uh huh. Um, but I was alone in my little pod. Oh. So that was 
weird, but yeah. it is definitely not a good ride for anyone who's motion sick or claustrophobic. And mm. I am pretty small, but I feel like I was really close to everything in there and uh-huh. don't know that I would do that again. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we, you know, kind of went around to the different pavilions. Um, we did the uh, Grand Caballeros ride. Um, we had a uh, frozen fast pass and I didn't know what to expect. The last time I went on that, it was the Vikings ride. Uh-huh. Um, and it was cute, but I wouldn't wait 50 minutes for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then we finished up at the Food and Wine Festival, did the parts that we didn't do before. Um, we got to do some of our favorite, get some of our favorite um, uh, snacks again, use the rest of our snack credits. Um, and then I tried another cotton candy thing for Arendelle Aqua at uh-huh. some Sunshine Seasons, which looked like a really good quick service place. We didn't eat there, but it looked like they had a lot of good options. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the cotton candy frozen lemonade there. Okay. It, was a, it was a little tart and a little sweet. I liked it for the most part, but I definitely couldn't finish the whole thing. Okay. Um, and then we got a little Mickey dog tag to for our pup to remember um, his birthday and kind of like where he was born. It was a cute little memento. That's fun. Now, where did you get that? Um, they have little stations throughout. So there is one, um, in the, I don't know what they call it, the building with, with Soren and Garden Grill and everything. There was yeah, one. The Land Pavilion. Yes. Um, and then there were a couple all over. So, and they have different tags in different areas. Nice. So, okay. um, if you don't see one that you necessarily like, then you can get it at a different station. So. Awesome. Um, then waited in line because I really wanted a photo with sadness, uh-huh. <laughs> but only Joy was there. So now where is she meeting now? Because the character spot, did it close? Um, I heard it close. It's indoors. Um, when you are walking, like you've just come into the park, it's on the right hand side after the ball. Okay. So I, I think it's in this, was it, was it, was she kind of like in her kind of control room from the movie? Yes, with all the little balls. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's she's still in her spot, just no sadness. Right. Okay. Sadness maybe was taking a break. Yeah. Um, I think Baymax was in there also. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we did the, there's a place called Cool Wash, closer to Test Track, where you make your own slushy with toppings. Okay, and what was it called again? Cool Wash. Okay. And so that was a snack credit, too. So you can pick your different flavors. You can do multiple flavors. And then there's toppings that you can choose as well. Awesome. Okay. It was a good way to cool down with a snack credit. Nice. Um, And then that was it. I mean, we had done it the day before. So we just um, mainly garden grill. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And then Pluto was on the way out of the park. So we took another photo with him. And that's actually one of my favorite photos from the trip. Oh, fun. Yeah, and then we went back to Disney Springs from the from Epcot. So unfortunately, they don't do buses to Disney Springs until after four o'clock, which mm-hmm. we didn't. So we had to take the bus to the French Quarter and then transfer. But the French Quarter took like forty-five minutes just to get around the whole property. Oh yeah, that was kind of a bummer. So I would say if you're gonna go to Disney Springs, maybe just wait till after four o'clock. Uh huh. Looking back, we probably should have just waited that 10 minutes. Gotcha. Okay. Then we went back to the polite pig again, tried something different. We got the ribs. Nice. 
apparently at four o'clock there is a crazy line because they put out um their Gideon's half pound cookies then. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we kind of waited for that to die down and then got our food. Okay. Then we went back to the hotel, um, went to the pool in the evening, and then we tried again for good churros. Um, we went to Three Bridges Bar and Grill, uh-huh. and it was overpriced, um, but it was pretty good. They're the best churros that we had so far. Okay, well, good. I was worried that you guys were going to have another disappointing churro, so I'm glad to hear that it was at least good. Yes, it was good. So, And we used the rest of our mousekeeping gift card for that. So. Oh, nice. Not a big loss there. Yeah. I will say that love bugs were in full force when Ooh. we were on our trip. Um, that was kind of gross. Like Ugh. when we were cool and stuff, not the most fun. I mean, they're harmless, but they were kind of everywhere, especially yeah. at Kingdom. Okay. And then at the bus stops. They love the bus stops. Yeah. So um, when we went back to the hotel, we had the transportation notice on our door. Okay. But didn't have the magical express time. So we had to call and request Magical Express, and then I guess they said our flight information was wrong. So once I had given them that, then they said we needed the next day to go to the front desk to print out a new one to get to the Magical Express bus driver. <laughs> You're like, can can you just do that for me? Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> odd. So yeah. also found a lost magic band in the elevator, uh-huh. and I called the front desk like three times. And they said they would send someone to pick it up, and they never did. And it was getting pretty late. So I called one more time and said, no one has come. It's late. I'm going to leave it on my door. And they said they would send someone. And when we left the next day, it was still on the door handle. Wow. Yeah, the service at the hotel was slightly disappointing. Yeah, that definitely sounds disappointing. Yeah. So then the next morning, um, well, we had packed all of our stuff up. We um, dropped our carry-ons at Bell Services. We checked in our bags. We went to the front desk, had them print our new Magical Express um, sheet and give us a time because we still didn't have a time when we were supposed to be leaving. Mm -hmm. We turned in the magic band and we checked out. And again, it wasn't a super friendly experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure we just got unlucky. But I was impressed with the the printouts that they give on the detailed charges from Uh the magic band purchases. You know, it gives all of the the parks and where you had it, uh, where you charge things. So we were able to see really clearly, like, where we spent money on tips and extra charges. So. Nice. Okay. But I didn't look at the total because I was scared to look at the bill. <laughs> <laughs> at least the dining plan kind of cut the edge off of how bad it could have been. Yeah, definitely. We just had to tip, which once we did it once um, the first time we were there, then we sort of knew how it worked and it was pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So then we went to Disney Springs again. um, We didn't really have anything else to do. So um, we, you know, it came right away. And my husband said he wanted to have a good breakfast since the one at our hotel wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the best quick service restaurants and Wolfgang Puck Express came up. So um, we got a breakfast pizza there and then, um, I waited a couple minutes till their lunch menu started and got an Asian salad, which was good. Okay. And that was, um, I feel like a high, uh, a good use of a quick service credit, you know, was like a sit down. They brought it to you. Um, they had a good selection of, of food. You'd get some healthy options and they had a good alcohol selection. So nice. Um, that was awesome. And then I felt like I didn't really have my midday Florida pool moment that I wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we took the bus back and we waited a long time. 
Um, I know they don't run as often at Disney Springs to all the hotels. So I think we waited almost 30 minutes for the bus, which was kind of a bummer. Oh, wow. But I spent about 45 minutes at the pool. The pool at the hotel is really nice. Um, it's huge. Um, there's a big, like, uh, Aztec sort of pyramid waterfall happening. Uh-huh. There's the a water slide there. They have, you know, live music at night. And there's a bar next to it. Um, and it was great, you know, um, except the love bugs were <laughs> full force then. So yeah. I spent some time there. My husband watched the baseball game. And then, of course, my husband wanted barbecue one last time. <laughs> so um, to use our quick service, our last quick service credits, we went back to Disney Springs. Um, and we went to the Plight Pig for the third time. But nice. to be fair, time we got something different. That's so, good. I wouldn't judge you if you got the same thing each time. <laughs> we tried the brisket and the corn. That was good. And then we just kind of split that. And then we got back on the bus and went back to the hotel. We had, at that point, we had used all of our credits except for two snack credits. So we went to the market and grabbed a Mickey Rice Krispie and um, a fruit cup to like eat at the airport or whatever or on the Magical Express. Uh-huh. Magical Express was supposed to pick us up at 3.45. It was 15 minutes late. Uh-huh. Um, and from there, we went and picked up at All Store Sports. And then we didn't leave All-Star Sports until 4.32. Oh, wow. And so then we arrived at the airport at 5.10. And our flight, I think, was at 6-something. Okay. So we have a ton of time. If we didn't have TSA pre-check, I'm not sure we would have been able to, like, get food before or do anything. Mm-hmm. So it actually cut it closer than we thought. I had heard a lot of people say, like, Three hours is so early for Magical Express, but it took us a long time to get through the whole process and get to the airport. Mm, Okay. Yeah, you're right, though. TSA PreCheck pays for itself if you have to fly in and out of Orlando more than once or twice a year. Right. Well, and I fly for work, so Mm -hmm. um, I'm covered anyways. Um, So we just purchased my husband's PreCheck before the trip. Um, But yes, it was well worth it to get through the security lines and not take off your shoes and everything. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then flight back home was uneventful, hopefully. Yep. Uneventful. Um, it was pretty easy. We did a nonstop flight. So nice. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about your trip as a whole. So you mentioned that you went back and forth on memory maker. Did you feel like memory maker was worth it in the end? I did. It was nice to not have to use your phones and always like give the photographer your phone to take photos and have it be low quality um, between like the super zoom and some of the shots that they captured that we wouldn't have been able to capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like it was worth it. And we were there for long enough of a time where we got a lot of photos out of it. Awesome. Um, there were only a couple photo past people who didn't really capture good photos. Like we had a photo in front of um, exhibition Everest where the lighting was just all wrong. It was so bright and we couldn't rescue it. But for the mm. most part, there were really good photos. Um, and we didn't have to worry about taking our phones out and capturing everything. So. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? I think next trip I will make less dining reservations. Okay. <laughs> were some days where we did multiple um, table service in one day because I had heard that those were like the best things to do. Uh Um, But I either need to space them farther out or just do less. There was so much food in the dining plan. We didn't expect it to be that heavy. Um, 
we, between like the appetizers and some of them came with desserts and then all the alcoholic drinks. I mean, we were fed so well, which is good. I mean, that's what you go on vacation for, right? Right. So I had tallied up, I'd saved all the receipts and everything. And I tallied it up because, you know, some people said the dining plan isn't worth the money. And some people say it is. Um, and we actually ate more food and, and consumed more drinks than the dining plan um, cost. Okay. That was good. But then again, if we didn't have the dining plan, would we have been ordering an alcoholic drink with every meal? No. Would we have been ordering appetizers and desserts? No. But for our anniversary, for something special, um, it felt like it was all-inclusive, which I enjoyed not feeling like I was nickeled and dimed for every meal. Yeah. Uh, And didn't have to worry about the price tag for everything. Yeah. Okay. um, The other thing is I would break day sooner. So we sort of had a break day, but we were still doing things, you know, in our, our second Magic Kingdom day where we were at Disney Springs. And I would have done that a day sooner, like on the third day. Okay. Uh, other than the fourth day, especially with the time difference for us, because Disney World is three hours ahead. Mm, yeah. So it took a little adjusting. Yeah. Okay. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give a first timer? Ooh, um... I think you definitely have to go in with a plan. So I had this crazy spreadsheet with, you know, every attraction we were going to do, every fast pass time, every reservation. And for the most part, we didn't stick to half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the dining reservations we did because we were kind of locked into, but I even changed the fast passes. So you really just have to go with the flow. Um, definitely have my Disney experience so you can change things. Don't be afraid to call and change for dining reservations, even if you're like too full or um, you just don't feel like doing it and you want to go back to the room. Definitely have to be flexible. And I would say bring phone chargers for mm-hmm. sure. Um, another thing we didn't think about that um, looking back, I would have is to think about the data you're using. So because we use my Disney experience so much, we went through almost seven gigs of data while oh, we were wow. there. Which I have no idea how we did, but we somehow did. Uh-huh. You know, just be cognizant of that and make sure that you have chargers for your phone. Yeah. That is smart. Okay. And then my last question, do you have a return trip in mind for the future? We do not. So I had called um, when we were at the hotel for the bounce back offer and asked about a couple different resorts and none of them were available. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just kind of went pricing um, to see if it would be less expensive to come back um, another time. But I don't think we'll be back for another couple years. Um, I think the next time we'll go is when we have kids when they're old enough. So maybe about five years. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling us about your trip. It sounds like you guys had an absolute blast. You got to do so many cool things like the dolphin thing and the dessert party. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was definitely a bucket list trip for us to go with no kids to do kind of whatever we wanted to eat and drink what we wanted to just kind of run around be like big kids again. So (laughs) it was great. And we're super appreciative for, you know, your podcast and all the tips that we picked up so that, you know, we knew what to do and we could really get the most out of our trip. So thank you for this awesome platform. Hey, you are welcome. Thank you for allowing me to be a giant Disney nerd and talk to other giant Disney nerds. It's I mean, it's basically the best thing I can do. It really is. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you guys had so much fun. And thank you again. Have a great night. Thank you so much. You too. All right. Bye.
big thanks to Noelle for coming on the show. Be sure to check out the show notes if you want more information about some of the things we discussed, like swimming with dolphins at Epcot. Who knew that that was a thing? Uh, Don't forget to submit any trips that you have coming up in 2020. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at MouseEndBackPod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.